For some time now I have been captivated by a story in Luke's Gospel about a man whose life was totally transformed because of something that he said to Jesus. And I'd like to look at that story with you and maybe draw out some things that can help us in our, our life today. You find it in Luke 17, uh, uh, verse 11 to 17. Uh, it's a well-known story, I'll read it to you. While traveling to Jerusalem, Jesus passed between Samaria and Galilee. As he entered a village, 10 men with leprosy met him. They stood at a distance and raised their voices saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he told them, go and show yourselves to the priests. And while they were going, they were cleansed. But one of them, seeing that he was healed, returned and with a loud voice gave glory to God. He fell face down at Jesus' feet, thanking him. And he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus said, we're not 10 cleansed. Where are the other nine? Didn't any of them return to give glory to God except this foreigner? And he told him, get up, go on your way. Your faith has made you whole. Your faith has made you well. Your faith has made you complete. Now leprosy in Bible times was, was a terrible disease. Lepers were known as the living dead. They dressed in rags. They wore a sign that said unclean uh, because of the infectious nature of the disease. They had to live an isolated life. It has rings to, of today, doesn't it? Their physical appearance could be awful. Uh, and in some cases they could lose extremities, fingers or toes, or ears, things like that. Um, it was the same with other infectious diseases. They had to live at a distance. Uh, that's why when uh, Jesus saw them, they had to stand at a distance. That was required for them by the law. Uh, we're all very familiar with social distancing today. Well, this was an extreme form of social distancing. Uh, just as serious for them as it is for us. It meant that they lived a life of isolation. Um, they lived a, a life of complete separation from their families, their loved ones, their communities, their society. And that continued until they recovered or unless they recovered, they could recover. But if they never recovered, that was their life. They lived a life of illness and isolation. So no wonder they cried out to Jesus to have mercy on them and to heal them. Now notice what Jesus didn't do or didn't say. He didn't say, be healed. He did it other times with other people. He told them, well, go and show yourselves to the priest. That was the requirement of the law of Moses, that when any skin disease was healed, if you thought you were getting better or you were better, you had to go to the priest, uh, the doctor, if you like, and the priest would pronounce you clean and then you could return to your life. Unless or until he did that, you, you couldn't do that. So in telling them that, uh, to go to the priest, they understood that. Jesus was telling them that they were cleansed. And that is an amazing story as well. Just the power of his word. He didn't touch them, the power of his word to heal came forth then. He sent forth his word and he healed them and they all put their faith in Jesus and 
they they did what he told them to do they put their faith in him they'd ask him to cleanse them and he just he did just that that in itself is a fantastic story that is a fantastic miracle but there's more for us um, and as they responded to Jesus as they went on their way sure enough they were all cleansed they their leprosy disappeared they realized that the leprosy had gone from them however one of them realized something uh, that the others hadn't they all had been healed but something sparked in him something stirred in him that he wanted to respond he wanted to do something so unlike the others who just kept going um, he turned around and he came back now he wasn't expecting anything more from Jesus he wasn't thinking about anything else that there's more for him he had no idea what was about to happen to him that's why I love this story he just simply wanted to say thank you to Jesus he was so grateful for his healing for his cleansing that he just wanted to come back and say thank you that's all he wanted to do and so he turned around left his friends and headed back to Jesus we don't know how far he'd gone maybe half a mile or whatever we don't know but we do know this he was shouting at the top of his voice <laughs> the gospel tells us that Jesus heard him coming he was so happy so chuffed so overwhelmed with what God had done for him he was giving glory to God you could hear this guy coming from a long long way away he wasn't one of these silent folks who was just quietly grateful he was shouting at the top of his voice uh, and then as we saw he fell face down before Jesus not groveling in any way he was just so grateful and so happy and so full of thanks that he was just so extravagant and demonstrative in his gratitude he was so grateful can you imagine that he had been sick we don't know how long we don't know how old he was we don't know anything else but we don't we know this he had been cleansed from a terrible terrible disease he was grateful unsurprisingly Jesus uh, responded to this man's thanksgiving to his gratitude and that's really why this story captivates me Jesus uh, in effect said I've got more for you um, you're about to release a law of the kingdom of God the law of sowing and reaping you don't maybe don't realize what you've done but you have just released the law of sowing and reaping you've just opened heaven for yourself the power of the kingdom of God is coming to you again in an increased the measure measure increased dimension there's more for you because of what you've done and that's why Jesus said your faith has made you whole well complete restored that's what that word means he'd already been cleansed the leprosy had already disappeared Jesus did more for him he made him whole he made him complete he made him perfectly well he made him well in his spirit and his soul and his body and his whole being not just physically Jesus worked from the inside out in this whole man that's what that word means
Can you imagine all the things that have gone inside, onside this man during his illness? We can only imagine, of course, what he'd been through, but in his spirit, he would have been crushed. He would have been lonely. He would have no hope. He'd been isolated from his friends, his family, his community. That does something to somebody, doesn't it? Maybe some of us have been experiencing that in our own lives in these recent times. In his mind, his thought life, his self-esteem, the rejection, depression, the pressure on the mind. Who was going to care for his family? Who was going to care for his loved ones? Where would the money come in? How am I going to cope? Living with a long-term sickness, will there ever be any way out? Can I, can I handle this? Is there a future? And of course then in his body, the pain, the shame, the loss of functions and maybe some limbs even. Jesus did a whole job on him if you like. Because he gave thanks to Jesus, he moved beyond the physical healing to a total restoration in his whole being. He was made well, he was made whole. This is the miracle of the story, this is why it gets me. He sowed gratitude, he sowed thanksgiving, not expecting anything, but he reaped wholeness. What does that mean for us? And this is some of the things I've been thinking about, just a couple of things. Maybe if we're still waiting for something to happen, if we're holding on to a promise of a breakthrough in our situation, in the healing, or a miracle, or a job. Do you know, we, we can be thankful now, we can unlock something in our own heart. And you have to work this out in your own life, I know I'm just giving you a principle if you like. But if we can be thankful, not for the situation we're in, but thankful that in the situation we have the same Jesus. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. The same Jesus who did something for the leper will do the same for us. He'll do something in your spirit. He'll do something in your mind, maybe in your but He'll do some, I know he'll do something in you. That's why 1 Thessalonians 5.18 says, give thanks in all circumstances, not for them, but in them, that I can still rejoice in the Lord and I can still rejoice in him even though I'm waiting and it hasn't happened for me yet. The same principle will hold. But this is really the nub of what I get from this story. Maybe you have received your healing, maybe you have received your miracle, maybe you have received the breakthrough, maybe you have received that cleansing that he, he had, if you like. The, the promise has been fulfilled. You asked him for something and he did it. But you know what? As I read the story, I realize sometimes in our situations, there's more to come. The kingdom of God hasn't stopped increasing in us. Do you know, you can be healed in your body. You can see God move in a situation that you've been waiting for a long time. And he'll do something and he'll move and he'll work and the situation will change. But it's possible just to have a begrudging acceptance, uh, which should have happened long ago. Well, I'm glad it's happened now, but it's better late than never. 
but really it's too late now. It should have happened a long time ago. It's easy to say this, but this is one of the lessons of life I'm, I'm still learning, to be honest. That God's timing is perfect every time. He does everything right on time. Or you may just not realize that the Lord has more for you in, in your situation. There's an abundance of grace to you. Maybe you've come through the situation. Maybe in the last year where you had opportunities that you um, thought had gone forever now. Maybe you had financial loss that you think, well, I'm through that now. But uh, it's over and I'm just moving on. But you know something? I'm learning that if I have an attitude where I can give thanks to God, then I can unlock more than I ever realized. Now, as I said, I'm just giving you the principle here. I don't know your life. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what you have been facing. I do know one thing and appreciating this more. This time that we're all going through right now in 2021 and 2020 as we've all been through, it's, um, it's not been lost time. It's not lost time. Say it again, it's not lost time. Not time that's gone that we'll never get back. I know we can learn things through it. Uh, and I know that the Lord will, will keep us in those times. But maybe dreams can fade. Maybe you're coming through things and you think, well, that's okay. Now I'm just getting on. But it, it, that's gone now. No, I believe that if we just, in our situations, if we just take time with the Lord, and this is what I would encourage you to do when this video is finished. Maybe go for a walk with the Lord, maybe sit in your room, maybe if you're with your friends or your family. Just come before the Lord and thank Him. Thank Him for who He is. Thank Him for what He's done. And knowing God is, as we do, I just have a sneaky suspicion that he's going to do more for you. Now, I'll, I'll leave it there because I just wanted to show you from, from this story how one man who was cleansed and received a miracle, because he turned around and came back, not expecting anything, but just to say thank you, he unlocked something in his life that he never, ever imagined. And that's what I would encourage you to do. Just come before the Lord, give him thanks, and I guarantee that if you do that, you, you will unlock something that God wants to do in your life way beyond you, what you ever imagined. So thank you for listening. I pray that God will bless you, and have a wonderful, wonderful day. Bye-bye.